Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Psalm 88, uniquely, is attributed to two different authors. Within the prefix, it says, A Psalm of the Sons of Korah, which we've heard before. And then later in the prefix, it says, A Maskil of Haman the Ezraite. Now, what is the meaning of these two authorships? We don't know, but our assumption is that um, uh, one group actually penned the, the psalm itself, and then it became a common psalm to be performed or presented by both groups. So it's, it's possible they collaborated. We don't know. But the two are mentioned, and so I'm, I'm mentioning them as I'm introducing the psalm. The content within this psalm has to do with human suffering, but it's not general human suffering. This suffering is attributed directly to the wrath of God. It's intermingled with prayers for deliverance, but there is um, an underlying theme that whatever this person or whatever these people that authored this are suffering from is a direct result of the wrath of God. So somehow they're attributing the Lord's disfavor to being responsible for uh, their suffering. So let's read now Psalm 88. A song, a psalm of the sons of Korah, for the director of music, according to Mehalath Leonoth, a maskil of Haman the Ezraite. Lord, you are the God who saves me. Day and night I cry out to you. May my prayer come before you. Turn your ear to my cry. I am overwhelmed with troubles, and my life draws near to death. I am counted among those who go down to the pit. I am like one without strength. I am set apart with the dead, like the slain who lie in the grave, whom you remember no more who are cut off from your care. You have put me in the lowest pit, in the darkest depths. Your wrath lies heavily on me. You have overwhelmed me with all of your waves. You've taken me from my closest friends and have made me repulsive to them. I am confined and cannot escape. My eyes are dim with grief. I call to you, Lord, every day. I spread out my hands to you. Do you show your wonders to the dead? Do their spirits rise up and praise you? Is your love declared in the grave and your faithfulness in destruction? Are your wonders known in the place of darkness or your righteous deeds in the land of oblivion? But I cry to you for help, Lord. In the morning, my prayer comes before you. Why, Lord, do you reject me and hide your face from me? From my youth I have suffered and been close to death. I have borne your terrors and am in despair. Your wrath has swept over me. Your terrors have destroyed me. All day long they surround me like a flood. They have completely engulfed me. You have taken me from friend and neighbor darkness is my closest friend. So altogether, kind of a bleak 
psalm. It does include some prayers for deliverance, of course, that are uh, noteworthy. But it begins with a very long prefix. I already mentioned it has two attributions as to the authorship. It attributes both the sons of Korah and Haman uh, the Ezraite as being the, the authors of the, of the document. It also has this inscription, according to Mehalath Leonoth. Now, I did a little research on this term. It's, it's actually the meaning is unknown, but it is believed to refer to sickness. And so this is according to his sickness. And the, the psalm itself um, has a lot to say about ill health and the possibility of death and so forth. So that, uh, that word mehalath apparently um, in Hebrew has a connection to a word for sickness or disease. So it opens with a prayer for the Lord to be attentive to what follows. Lord, you are the God who saves me. Day and night I cry out to you. May my prayer come before you. Turn your ear to my cry. Now, friends, that that opening um, stanza or two stanzas could be um, uh, appropriate in almost any of the Psalms. But then he goes on to make um, declarations that sound almost Job-like. He says, I'm overwhelmed with troubles. My life draws near to death. I am counted among those who go down to the pit. I am like one without strength. I'm set apart with the dead. Like the slain who lie in the grave, whom you remember no more, who are cut off from your care. And so the psalmist is in a a very desperate position. We assume this is not a metaphor, uh, that this is really involving an illness that has gotten him near to the point of death. But he goes on and he attributes his his dire condition directly to the wrath of God. Listen to this, verse 6. You have put me in the lowest pit. In the darkest depths, your wrath lies heavily on me. You have overwhelmed me with all of your waves. You have taken from me my closest friends and have made me repulsive to them. I am confined and cannot escape. So reading these words, we don't know if this is the opinion of the psalmist exclusively. In other words, um, not having any answers for his situation. He's attributing his problems to God. Or if he is um, dealing with a knowledge that he has that he was in some kind of uh, sin situation that resulted in God pouring out his wrath on him. Whatever the case, the man is in a very dire situation. And um, in his mind, it's attributed to the wrath of God. He goes on to remind the Lord that he's praying regularly for deliverance. He said, my eyes are dim with grief. I call out to you, Lord, every day. I spread out my hands to you. So he's um, pleading with the Lord, please, Lord, mercy, heal me, deliver me. And then he has an exchange with the Lord that once again reminds me of the book of Job. He talks about um, things beyond the grave and questions he has about what occurs beyond the grave. He says, do you show your wonders to the dead? Do their spirits rise up and praise you? Is your love declared in the grave? your faithfulness in destruction? Are your wonders known in the place of darkness or your righteous deeds in the land of oblivion? Really, those are interesting questions. And beyond what's written in Scripture, we have no understanding of what the the knowledge we retain in what comes next. 
you know, is he speaking um, of a universal condition of wondering what happens to the dead, or is he talking about the dead who die without a relationship with the Lord? Um, we don't know, but the the destinies are, are set forth in various ways in the scriptures, and yet this psalmist has questions, some of which remain unanswered. Once again, he reminds the Lord of his daily prayers for relief. He says, but I cry to you for help, Lord. In the morning, my prayer comes before you. Why, Lord, do you reject me and hide your face from me? And so he seems that he's seeking the Lord to redress um, his situation, but he's getting no relief. He closes by claiming to have a lifetime of suffering uh, that is directly due to the wrath of God. I can't imagine what he would have done to result in a, um, a lifetime of God's wrath being poured out on him. But nevertheless, listen to the words of the psalmist as we close. From my youth, I have suffered and I've been close to death. I have borne your terrors and I am in despair. Your wrath has swept over me. Your terrors have destroyed me. All day long, they surround me like a flood. They have completely engulfed me. You have taken from me my friend and neighbor, and darkness is my closest friend. And so as I I close, friends, I can't help but think the perceptions of the psalmist were um, inaccurate in terms of he attributed all of his woes to God. In my understanding of the Lord from both experience and from the scriptures, the Lord is always the solution. He's never the problem. And although there is such a thing as the wrath of God, it is um, intended to point us to a place of surrender and repentance so that it can be be lifted and reconciliation can be made. So, Lord, um, uh, first and foremost, I pray for anyone who is feeling totally rejected, totally hopeless, um, totally defeated and overwhelmed and perhaps even near death who may be listening to this. Lord, um, if they are indeed suffering any of the, uh, the things that I just mentioned because of your anger and your wrath, Lord, forgive them. Pour out your mercy and forgiveness and grace. Deliver them, Lord, from the, uh, the sickness and the threat of imminent death. Lord, remind them that you're a good God who loves them, that your anger may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Bring your joy now to those who are suffering. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.